Hello, welcome to Shaw Family Issues. This is Francisca, the wife. Town business, what it do is Dominic Shaw, the husband. We're back. <laughs> We're in what, day 15 or 14? Man, day 17 of the coronavirus quarantine. Quarantine. We are isolated in the house, which is not really an isolation, but... It's better than being outside. It's better than being outside. It's not bad. It's just that you just realize how much you're not really at home when you're at home every day, all day. Yep. But it's been all right. I'd rather be here than being out there and get sick. Right now. Yeah, I'm not trying to come down with with Corona. Mm-hmm. What about you? No, I want to be safe. 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 So, I am going to be in the house. I got to go outside for eight hours, but not outside. I just go to work and isolate myself, quarantine work, and I go quarantine home. So, that's what I do. Mm. And I get how many hours in the house? <laughs> 24 hours. Man. <laughs> What do they call it, jail? Uh, uh, lockdown? Not lockdown. You're in the, uh, you're in the hole. I'm in the hole. With, in the hole. With, with three kids. With three kids. All and day. We, well, one of, them, not, one of them can really help you out, but you just don't. Uh, well, she helps. But, um, and especially this week because, well, there's no school this week. Spring break. So. We should be in Florida. Yeah. But they blew that up with their corona living sales. Yeah, but we're okay. We are okay. We're okay. Thank God we're okay. And we first of all, let's say we're praying for those who are suffering with corona and families who have lost members or friends from corona. And shout out to all the first responders, the doctors, the nurses, all the people who work in the hospitals that are treating these patients with coronavirus. They are the heroes without capes that need to be applauded and need to be recognized on an hourly basis. Yes, yes. We're so grateful for those people. I mean, it's a travesty. It's 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 a damn shame that it takes a pandemic for them to be recognized as the real pillars of, of the economy. Yeah. It's not the CEOs. It's not the board of executives. It's all the, you know, the thankless jobs that they do on an hourly basis to make sure that we are healthy and safe, that we can go outside and play or be with our wives and kids and do stuff that we used to do Yeah, I back mean, in January 1st, 2020. But think about just the normal stuff, like having a baby with your family there. That yeah. was, like, now that's gone. That's gone. So but it's just, I don't know. We took stuff for granted, and now you're just like, man, I really miss that. Yeah, you this know? is a, a, a real a real deal. But as somebody told me today, like, I just, there is a silver lining with all this. The earth is healing. I hope so. Like, animals are coming out the woodworks that you might have ever seen. Hardly ever. They're just coming out to play. The owns all air is, is, you know, getting back in strength or whatnot. But, you know, we'll see as, as, it, as it goes. But, you know, all the business people want business to get back up. Like, oh, we need to start running in two weeks. That's not going to happen. Like that idiot in the... Uh, Mississippi, the governor. They told him to shut it down. He don't want to shut it down. So this virus is going to continue on going up until at least the summertime. And hopefully that curve start bending. Instead of going up, start bending downward and that we can uh, have some hope that we can take our kids outside and play because I really want to do that at least. 
changed. Yeah. And there's certain things that I missed, too, that I never thought I would miss. Like what? <laughs> the gym. <laughs> yeah. I, I Now I'm like, Lord, I never missed the gym day again. It's not It's not that. It's just, you know, it's just daily stuff that you want to do. Like, just go outside. Just go sit on the porch. Yeah. Go, go for a run. Go have a, go have an ice cream. Go play basketball. Can't even do that. Go have an ice cream. Go play golf. Can't do that. No, can't do anything. The, all the sports the cancel. All everything. Things that we did as a family. It's go canceled. watch a track meet. Go to a golf tournament. Those are all being canceled. Well, the thing is, if everybody will listen for two weeks, this thing can turn around. But a lot of a lot of these people out here just think it's not going to happen to them. And let's be honest, some of the stuff is not going to happen to them at all. Yeah. They're going to get away with it. Yeah, it's gonna slip through the cracks, but that—that's what happens. So when they slip through the cracks, they'll come back and bragging. I went outside for three weeks and nothing happened to me, and look where I am today. It's gonna happen, but a lot of people are not that as fortunate. Depending on what city you in, it's it's gonna be a rough one for the next month because I think this I think this is gonna continue at least at least all April, and I'm gonna say halfway of May before we see a turnaround. That's my prediction. I, I don't even want to predict. I don't know. I'm just praying that we I know. I, nobody knows, but I just have a guess that come middle of May, you're going to see a turnaround. Because I think more people than not are going to say, you know what, let's just stay in the house for now and let's get this over with. Yeah. No, I, I feel you on that. Short-term pain for long-term gain. Yeah. But I think people at first were like, because all of us, everybody was like, this ain't. Why are people? Because we've been through the bird flu, we've been through all these other things, and people are just like, "This ain't nothing." This is less. This is next but, level. But this is this is next level stuff. And when scientists are coming out saying, "Go in the house," y'all need to listen. Stop listening to people with suits that don't know a damn thing about science, care less about science, going to tell you what to do. Listen to people that does this shit on an hourly and a daily basis. Then they know what's going on. Yeah, they do. They do know what's going on. So, um, what have y'all been doing during this quarantine? I know for us, we got books. books. We we've been watching all types of movies, documentaries. The Tiger King, Tiger King, <laughs> <laughs> Tiger King, Tiger King, man, crazy on so many levels. Man, all of them were crooks. I, I have to actually. I was telling my sister, I need to watch it again. You need to watch it again because it was so shocking that <laughs> I, <need to> laugh. <laughs> I don't think I really. Took in everything. I laughed. It yeah. was hilarious. But I, I'm honestly, for real, like for real, I think I took in everything the first time. Watch it again very carefully. I cracked up laughing. All it's of them are crooks. crazy. Okay, we watched a lot, of, a lot of documentaries, a lot of old movies. Because you know, I'm a, I'm a 1990s, 2000 movie buff. Well, we watched a lot of 90s movies that you didn't see in them for a long time. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. he's in there. Oh yeah, she's in there. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And you know what I realized? I really, really, I've known this for a long time, but I didn't have a chance. I didn't know how to verbalize it. But I realized how much the the movies and the music really influenced my life. Yours? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my relationships, my the people who I decided to date, even my, my sexual life. Like, that, that, um... That scene in Poetic Justice when uh, Regina King is riding her boyfriend in the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's how you do it. So, like, that, I mean, those little things have always stuck in my mind. All those things. I know right now I'm on a uh, boxing binge. I'm watching all boxing, sh- boxing stuff from the 30s, 40s, 50s, 
up until today. I'm, you, you I'm on definitely, binge. You've definitely been watching a lot of boxing. I, oh, but I don't I watch. Been, you know, I'll be on binges too, but I'll be on binges all the time. Yeah. Like, I go through my, my series of binges. Yeah. But right now, my binge is, my binge is like 90s R&B and 2000 R&B and stuff like that. So, I've been I, going through that. But I've been watching you watching a, a bunch of boxing. A bunch of boxing. But why? What, what, why? It's just, you know, you know, you got to find stuff to, you know, make yourself not go crazy. So, I'm like, Damn, boxing. Okay, so what have you, you and what have you noticed? Oh, boxing in the eighties was like the best era of boxing. So, and who was the? I mean, all the. I, know, I mean, I know for, as far as okay, as far heavyweight, as, it was Mike, right? Heavyweight nineties, <clears throat> late eighties was Mike Tyson, eighty six through ninety was Tyson. But welterweights of the eighties, like Hagler, oh. Hearns, mm. Leonard, Duran. Oh yeah. Oh my God, they all went after each other at one point in time in the eighties. So that was the glory days. That's when everybody fought everybody. Yeah. And they didn't give a damn when, where, how, what, why. It was like, we're going to fight. Yeah. At some point during that 80s. I watched that over and over again. There was some classic matchups. And then I watched watched some Ali. I watched them all the time. Yeah. Uh, I went to the 90s of the heavyweights when you had Holyfield, Michael Moore, George Foreman, Lennox Lewis. Um, uh, who else was a champion back then? Oh, Oliver McCall. Ooh. Um I think whatever Trevor Burnett? No, he was in the eighties. Other oh, boxing movies, but anyway, all the heavyweights of the nineties. So who's going your favorite? Who was your favorite? When? <laughs> I think I think who, when I, Okay, let me break it down No, me. when I saw our well, I remember when my mom and dad had you know the the, the cable with the box with the uh, illegal pay per view. Yeah. You get the pay per view. Anyway, it was always Tyson on there. Yeah. Tyson, Tyson, Tyson. For me, for me too. And, but before that, I would say my dad was a big Hearns and Hagler guy, uh-huh. big time. So that fight in 85, that Hagler-Hearns, that three-round classic, mm-hmm. only went three rounds, but it was like nonstop action. Mm-hmm. That's like one of my favorite fights I watch all the time. But who's your favorite? Boxer? Yeah. Ever? Besides Muhammad. Ever? Is Muhammad your favorite? Um, Damn. Can't say I have a favorite. Ali was real good. I loved him. I like I like Hearns. I like Leonard. I respected Duran. I love Hagler. Um, Roy Jones Jr. is another one that comes up. Bernard Hopkins is a good one. Julio Cesar Chavez was a good one. Um, Mayweather, obviously. I don't have I don't have a clear cut favorite. I can't say that, but I like. People who are great yeah. at what they do, who yeah. master their craft, and those boxers, those obviously master their craft. They were great at what they did. There were different styles. Some just brawled, some boxed, some did both, some did none. But you know, I that's where I'm on right now, and yeah. I know next week is going to change because I know I'm going to jump to another sport, probably like baseball or something. I'm like, damn, yeah, you know. So, but anyway, but now's the time to do it. You know, so you know what Muhammad Ali? I actually got into him super heavy. I mean, you know, we've always known about him, but, like, super heavy, like, my seventh grade year. And I used to watch every documentary, like, all the time. Um, up until, like, there's some new ones that came out recently and stuff like that. What is your favorite Muhammad Ali documentary? documentary? Um, There was one that came out. Um, Mine is the LeBron James one that was produced recently. Okay, yeah. I Obviously, that was. I one love that one. That one. That you was don't like, want the one that's I, the I Am? I forgot what is it called, but he produced it, or he was one of the people behind the scenes. His that documentary was just perfect. 
Um, I don't know which one it was, but I just always was intrigued by him just because of how bigger than life he was. Well, well, because outside of boxing, yeah, because outside of boxing, he made a big. And I and I've always been the person that like that likes the story behind the story. I never yeah. can like just take stuff like, oh, she's a good singer. Like I always gotta be like, no, like what is it behind her that makes her this way? Well, you know, you know, other documentaries for boxers I like too. I like documentary. We like we like documentaries. Yeah, we do. Well. We do. But the Ali ones are good. But other ones that are like you don't know, but you like, oh, I didn't know about this boxer or this person. For example, um, Sonny Liston. Oh, I, yeah, that His one. Documentary. That, that one was good. That one was good on that Showtime. Was good. That was real that good. Was good. That was in depth. That's almost like a, a a a lesson on what not to do. Yeah. In life, that has nothing to do. Really, not nothing to do with boxing at all. It has something to do with like, because that's just you know, um, you, you know, you read what you sell. Yeah, yeah, that. but it was it was kind of sad too. Cause he was taking advantage of, advantage of. He was, but he also but, was. He also kind of knew it. He was, oh, he knew he, it. He was accepting what they were giving. Yeah, he, he until he, it turned bad. He dived but, in. But that, but that's how that goes, though. It's like the devil don't cash in right away. Yeah, he gonna he gonna let that stuff let that stuff out for a while. His was a good one. Roberto Duran's was a good one. That's an old school. That's on Fox Sports. That's like uh, is that the beyond? Was it beyond the glory? Was that the one that was with um, uh, Nomas? That's no Moss person, but his documentary nope. was real good. There's there's another one, thirty for thirty. That's a thirty for thirty with okay. him and Larry Leonard. They got together after like thirty years, and he and because Larry Leonard wanted to know like why did you quit at the Superdome? Yeah, like, he never knew like why. Yeah, why he never yeah. explained why. Yeah, and he told him why he did it. Yeah, and he basically said that I didn't take you seriously the second time. Yeah. I was so I was yeah. so excited about being the first time that I just start partying, yeah, he wasn't drinking. Ready. He wasn't ready. Yeah. So that's why he basically told him like I wasn't ready for you then. Yeah, boxing is really like kind of sport. You got to zone in. Oh, you got to be like, another person. You have to be a. You have you got to be. So like, speaking of that kind of, but remember we were yesterday. We're 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 kind of weird. Me and you, how we we watch like podcasts on on the big screen together. And we were watching that um, All the Smoke podcast with Shannon Sharp. Yeah. And what? By the way, watch that. That All the Smoke podcast, one of my favorite podcasts. I listen to, I listen to that all the time. And what he was saying about how he would tell his uh, any woman in his life, "Are you okay with me? You being second in my life?" Because this is first right now to me. Yeah, that's his job. Like this is this is what matters to me right now. My kid, and, and even though he had three kids. He sold him. This was this is what matters to me right now. Yeah. So everything took a back seat, and that's what intrigued me about Muhammad Ali was because that he was really that way too. Yeah. He was a good father once he stopped boxing, but when he was boxing, he really wasn't involved in his kids' life like that. Like uh, he was involved in other people's yeah. livelihood. Yeah, I mean that he was involved. He was involved as much as he could be. Yeah. But his but his craft was really it took a lot of his time. Um, and that's how a lot of these um, players are, and that's part of part of the reason why it was so sad for Co- for me to see Kobe go, is because he just got this time to be with his family, and just like that, gone. he gone, and now they'll never get to really be a, because he played his his oldest daughter at least his whole life her whole life, yeah, he was playing, you know, so um, I feel like. There's a different, like, especially if you want to be great, and boxing is one of those sports where you have to zone in 
and you have to really block out the whole world because even though people make fun of Mayweather, he knows how to zone in. Oh no, he's he's disciplined. Yeah, he's super super disciplined. When it's when it's a when it's, when it's a fight coming up, he's going to lock in to that fight and what he needs to do to win. Period, yeah. and nothing else matters. Yeah, that's why he was so good. Yeah, and the I think the opposite was Tyson's issue. Well, he was so I think he was disciplined to a point, but he was so good in the beginning. He was just so powerful. But see, no, no, see, see, Tyson' problem was in the beginning. He had people who cared about him. Yeah, who looked out for him beyond boxing, who who put discipline in his life. Yeah, once he got so big. And lost it. Well, once he got so big and so powerful and made all this money, then all the vultures start coming in. And he had no discipline to say, why are you here all of a sudden? Or why are you here? Well. And because people start leaving. Well, people died. People died, too. But I'm saying, once that little a resemblance of discipline left him, it was over. But I think That's also, why he got knocked think, out in Tokyo back in 1990. But I think, I think, I think, yeah, people, I think the, the. The fact that people were dying, and he didn't, I don't think he was under, he was really grieving that well. And, I don't think so. And <clears throat> I think people started coming in because he was winning, he was making money, and all the vultures started coming in, and the little discipline he had was gone, and then it was a wrap. And yeah. he was never the same fighter. He was never the same. Yeah, interesting. Get to your subject. Go on ahead. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about boxing and nothing. Get on No, here. I love it all. You know, I, I love I know I, that, I, I but love, we came on here today. Even I'm a, I love that, but, you know, I love sports. Like I know I you love, love sports. I love, I love, like, I can watch um, a boxing uh, documentary. You love, you love sports documentaries than the sports. No, so. I love sports itself. I, I mean, I love the story behind exactly. the story. Exactly. You love the story behind so, the story. So, I mean, there's certain things that I love about a sport. Like, I love the smell of a basketball court. I love the smell. I love the sound of... of, of 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 the squeaking of the shoes, I love that type of stuff. But, um, but also I do love a sport, a good sports story. I do. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about. But okay, so trending yesterday, well, over the weekend, really was the um, the producer and writing people who write songs, producers of songs of great hits, they have been battling. So over the weekend, it was the dream, and um, um, who was it? Sean and Sean, Sean who? Sean Garrett. Um, they were battling on their song. Before you go there, do you know why this has come up all of a sudden? Well, what? I think it's because it's people are in quarantine. They talk, they listen to the music, and they're just like. Thinking of things to talk about and think, you know. I guess. So, um, I mean, there's so much going on. I mean, the Instagram Live is heavy. It's been heavy all all weekend. Um, well, I mean, I think I think th- thanks to DJ D Nice, who just got the ball rolling. Yes. He got the ball rolling with corn- the club quarantine. Yes, Lord. And now everybody's on IG live, IG live this, live that. So. So okay, he, so he should get a piece of that. Uh, that Instagram uh, money. Oh, but listen, no, they said that j- that um, he's already reached twenty million people. Good. Let me see what he got now, because when I saw when I was good, he should. Yeah, he's he's really boosted. One point eight million followers in like three weeks. When I met, when I got to him, he was only fifty thousand. That's what I'm saying. One point eight million up to one point eight million in three weeks. Boom. So, anyway, um, so yesterday. They did. Neo did a uh, a battle 
with Jonte Austin. Now, we know Neil as a songwriter. He wrote for a lot of people. But I wasn't really, like, I've, I've heard a couple of songs that Jonte Austin wrote, but I wasn't really familiar with his whole catalog. Okay, so listen to this. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, he has um, Be With You by Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. Um, Boom by Mario. Mm-hmm. Bye Bye by Mariah Carey, Call On Me by Janet Jackson, um, Come Over by Aaliyah, Cruise Control by Mariah Carey, Don't by Bryson Tiller. You know, my, you know, Jayden loves that song. Right. Uh, Don't Forget About Us um, by Mariah Carey, Every Time the Beat Drop by Monica, uh, Faithful by Drake, uh, he got so many. I am by Mary. I don't by Mariah. Um, I don't wanna uh, by Aaliyah song. I love that song. I don't wanna be. Oh, he did that. He's part of that. He did it. He wrote that song. I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> I need a girl by Trey songs. I'm that chick. I if I could go, it's like that by Mary Kay. Uh, by Mary Kay. By Mariah Carey. Um, just being mad about it by Tony Braxton. I mean, come on. These are some hits. And he's writing these songs. Mm-hmm. Um, what okay, else? Okay, go go to, the top, go to the topic, the trending topic of the weekend. Okay, hold on. I'm still trying to see. what Sweet Lady. By Tyrese. By Tyrese. Okay, go go with the story. I want to hear more. Okay. So, we were trying to put together of like, who would you, who would you want to see battle next? I I mean I don't know to be honest I really don't know. You don't know. You, well, we said okay, so we were talking about DJ Quick. I mean DJ Quick's one. I mean I mean like here look stuff like that. I mean I don't know. Yeah. I mean they're all good in their own way. Yeah. So I mean and we're not and we're not saying that <laughs> that they're not good in their own way. But I know what you're saying. We're just, we're just, is this a conversation? Is this a yeah, conversation? but you see, but see, in, in the world of social media, a con- that's not a conversation. It's called, I'm going to put down this person so I can validate my, my, uh, my, my belief in this person. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. They're all talented. They all produce in their own white way. Or, and they or, all yeah, have but, their hits. But it's just, it's just a battle. It's just like you, like you saying, <laughs> I I prefer Jordan or LeBron. That's the same. That's I the know same that, thing. but but see, but we're talking about realistic conversation. We're talking about social media conversation. But we're now we're talking <clears> about <throat> now we're, now me and you are talking about realistic conversation. This is a realistic okay. conversation. I guess okay. This is a realistic conversation. Okay, so who would you who who, who would you want to see battle? Well, first of all, battle. First of all, do you do you always know? Who the songwriter is? No, because I I don't always know that either. But sometimes I do look for it. I be like, oh, I wonder who did this song. I don't even look. I don't know who did it. But if I like it, I'm gonna keep playing it. Yeah, and I'm gonna keep playing it. And I'm gonna keep playing it. Now if I find out later, like, oh, he or she did that, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I see why. Well, and there's some there's some stuff you can probably hear. Like if you hear a Timbaland beat, you probably know that's oh, that's Timbaland. <clears throat> yeah, you've got that ear. You don't have that ear? 
I don't know who produced it. I'm like, if I like it, I like it. I don't give a damn who produced <laughs> it. I don't give a damn who wrote it. I like it. I like it. So let keep 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 bringing it to me. Feed me. Okay. You know, okay. that's me. Okay. So you're not into the whole battle thing. You're not into it. I mean, I'm not into. So this, I mean, this may be a topic that I have to, to talk with. No, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna join you in. I'm just like I'm not into like who needs to battle this or battle that. I'm like, hey, if I like it, I like it. It don't matter who wrote it. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I have to. I have to talk to somebody that that really oh, is, dear deep, Lord. is deep into it that can give me like we can we can discuss back and forth like who because somebody who who because you don't really like R and B like that anyway. I may not like R and B like that, but I know who. If you tell me the name, like oh yeah, I know that person. Oh yeah, I know who did that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but but how does it affect you? Oh my God, I remember. This song when I did this. Like that that's that's what I'm That type about. of conversation? Yeah. Oh, I name a song. I probably know like, oh, I was uh playing basketball. Oh <laughs> I was going to the movies to watch such and such. You know? <laughs> yeah. But who do you think should battle next? Do you think we're the the conversation you know the conversation let's, let's, was let's saying make it, the just, conversation they were saying was That'd um, be Swiss Beast versus Timberland. How about that? Ooh. How about that? Ooh. How about that? Do you know who started the whole the whole battle thing? Who? Um, Joe Button. On his podcast? He, no, on Twitter. He posted something on Twitter. What did he say? He said we should do a a a, a, a song battle. Uh, Jason Garrett versus I mean not Jason Sean Garrett versus the Dream. Now, why did he chose those two? I don't know. And then i i didn't i didn't read the the i gotta see the what his tweet was his exact tweet and why he chose those two but he just but now he just put out j d versus p diddy puffy j d versus p diddy mhm really yeah because they kind of in line he's like he's like they, they kind of went hot they were those so so dev and bad boy were kind of hot at around the same time sorry is he comparing air or is he just comparing the people it's both. It's like, so you can't compare Smokey Robinson and The Dream. No, you cannot. Because you're talking about different eras. Right. So you're kind of trying to stay in <clears throat> in the your current era. Okay, so we're comparing. So, I got it. Okay. You're trying to stay in your current era. I got you. But, <clears throat> but even with that, like I was listening to a live with Tank and he was talking about, because you know, he writes a lot. Mm-hmm. And he sells a lot of records, and he was saying that he he those people that write those records like Dream, Sean Gear, a lot of, a lot of these other people who are who write these current records, you know. Now see, now if he says something about it, I really pay attention. He does talk about it. I'm saying like I would like, but he was saying how he he envies a lot of these guys because he writes just because he writes from like. Just solely off an artistic standpoint. Right. I write what I like, and then if you like it, you sing it. If you don't, you don't, right? If you don't sing it, I'll just sing it and put it on. But, see, these guys, they write for the current time. Oh, Mm -hmm. what's hot? Let me find out. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then they they write and, and able to tap into, like, what people are listening to now. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So, um, ooh, Joe Bunnett says, let's say Candy versus Carrie. Oh. Now, are you, now see, are you talking about singers? or see, are, are, Candy's a writer. Candy's a writer. Okay. So is Carrie. Carrie was a writer before she sang. Okay. 
Okay. Hmm. It's, it's, it's an interesting subject. Won't lie. It is very interesting. He said, interesting. was going to say Candy versus Carrie, but Candy versus Missy seems more appropriate. Because Candy wrote a lot of hits, too. Really? Hmm. Yes. Okay. It's gonna it's gonna be but interesting. Then he says maybe Candy, but Missy's versus Esther Dean. Well, Esther Dean has wrote a lot of hits too. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. So you might we might be seeing some more battles popping up. If they do it on live IG, they'll they'll get a hundred thousand <laughs> easy. We gotta easy. see that. We gotta try to. We gotta try to. Uh... They're gonna try to make it happen. Oh yeah. <coughs> I mean, why not? Big up, big up your business. Big up, big up your music. Might as well put it out there. While we are, we at home can't do nothing. We might as well get something. Done. <laughs> I have two different clubs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to uh, Club Neo. No, no, I'm gonna go to Club Such and Such. Yeah, I'm gonna Club Such and Such. Yeah. Listen to that. Oh my god! And it just brings back so many memories, like so many songs, like, like even like when we're listening to Jante Austin, like the Leah songs. Can I come over? Oh my god, those songs are classics in my life. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, just everything. Just oh, my God. Well, you know. I mean, Babyface is legendary. You really can't really touch him. Yeah, he said Babyface versus everybody. <laughs> you can't really touch him. He did whole out. Al- he did whole albums. You know what I mean? I know. I mean, Babyface single handedly changed Atlanta. Yeah. Or the one. The one. uh tweet I seen was Dr. Dre versus good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but good the only luck. thing about Dr. Dre is he don't really produce like that no more. So he don't Not no more, so, but there's a whole lot of people that like to have a oh, Dr. Dre beat if they had had a chance well, to. I know he did the last thing he did well I'm not saying the last thing because I don't know his schedule. But one thing I remember him hearing about was the, the games album. He did produce a couple tracks on there. He do he always do a game album or two. He always do that. He's not a type to be like, let me help you. I think this. his last like hands on, I'm gonna produce everything, leave me alone was uh Strata Compton, the soundtrack. Okay. He had that's that's all him. Mm-hmm. He did the whole thing. If you listen to the whole C D or a whole um the whole soundtrack, soundtrack mm-hmm. that's all him. But, Everything. But they, see, but that's the thing. is, he, And he wanted to do that. He's it, like, I'm right. going to do that. And you can't, that you can't get that kind of time out of him no more. That's no. what I'm saying. No. You can't, he's not. That was that, the last, like, yeah. full time, like, this is all me, period. He's not, he does not type. Does um, Ice Cube produce? No, he writes. He's a writer. So he writes for other people. No, he writes for himself. So he don't write for other people. He might have ghostwriter for people. He might have. I wouldn't be surprised because he his pen. His pen the pad is legendary. Yeah, that's probably why he write he writes movies so well. Right, that's why his movies are just so like okay, I can relate. Yeah, um, and I wonder like because I know like in the rap game it's kind of like frowned upon if you write for other people like if if somebody writes your writes for you. I mean this damn now near, damn near no no. It's now becoming not a thing because of Drake. Remember how he's. He's like, oh, I don't care. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. Like, whatever. oh yeah. So now, but he's, you know, he's Drake. He's well, uh, he he's, can get away with that. He's on his way to being a, li- a legend himself. He's he can get away with that. Mm. A lot of people can't do that. But in the in the the in the the singing world, that's that's like all the time. Like Whitney Houston didn't write very. I don't think she wrote at all. I don't think so. Um, and a lot of musicians, a lot of singers don't write. They just. 
if you are gifted at what you do, sometimes you just sing. The next time we have this topic, it should be like singers or singers who can sing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm talking about singers like like Kiki White versus Fantasia. Okay, okay, let's okay, let's go there. So we were talking about that too this weekend about Kiki and Fantasia. I did. I okay. Now we know. Put that, on, put that on social media right now. Right now. We we know. Club Kiki or Club Fantasia. Which one are you going to? <laughs> okay. Which one are you going to sit down there on a soulful uh, Saturday night? But we, we listen, who who do, who do you got? Me? Yeah. Uh, if I want to go to church, I'm going to Fantasia. If I want to sit down and have my soul touch. I'm going to Kiki. Period. That's just me. That's me. Because they can sing. Both of them can sing. But they have two different... But see, one genre is different than the other one. Like I said, Fantasia will sing you in church. She -hmm. got that church singing. Kiki got that, I'm about to be Saturday night, and I'm about to sit here with a drink, and I'm about to hear her sing, and I'm about to see her blow the damn roof off the the, uh, club when she's singing. That's why. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Kiki got that runs for days. It can go. She can freaking. She can just go. Just give her a microphone and let uh, her. Uh, she just can give her a microphone and let her do her thing. Yes. And leave her alone. Yes. And Vantage too. If it's a Sunday afternoon and you have a service, give her the microphone, show her that song, and leave her alone. That's it. But um, singers. Like okay. Who can sing? Okay, so you got who you who you pick? Fantasia. I just or said. Kiki? I said it depends. I can't say both because it depends on what the are we are we just outside just doing it? Okay, so do you think I have a question? Do you think that in the and this is the industry question, the music industry question? You put it on social media. I, I did. Okay, it's the industry question. If Kiki would have stopped having all them doggone babies, she could have been further along. I don't know. Maybe. Or do you think... Or do maybe the producer's like, man, she's just crazy. She can sing her ass off. I but can't. most musicians are crazy. They're, most of them are. Yeah, but some are just like, I can't deal with her. They're just next level crazy. You should put that on Joe Bunn's uh, tw- Twitter. Ugh. Kiki versus uh, uh, Fantasia. Who you got? <laughs> I'm serious. And put, on, and put on, hey, we're going to come on your podcast to get it done. <laughs> All right? All right, Joe Bunn. Holla at me. But I mean, who, 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 who's better in the industry, in the music industry? I mean, if I if I want to go to one, it'll be a coin flip. I'm going with Kiki Wyatt. You're going with Kiki. Yes, I'm going with Kiki Wyatt. And you, and you think okay, okay? I ain't saying she's better than her. I just said it's a it's a coin flip. Okay, I yeah, okay, I got one. What? Keisha Cole, K. Michelle. Damn, that's nice. <laughs> that is nice. Who can sing? Who you who you think's better? K Michelle. Really? Yeah. He got I mean K uh got more hits though. Okay, but you're talking about singing, we ain't talking about hits. There's a difference. I, I think it's a it's it's singing. Every, it's if you everything. give if you no, no. If you give Keisha Cole a microphone, you give K Michelle a microphone, who's better? Right now. No matter what. If you give her a microphone, Okay. Who can go? Okay, Michelle. Thank you. That's my point. Okay. I ain't talking about hits. Okay. Hits is no, there's no, there's no comparison. But if I give them both a microphone, who can go? Okay. Is that okay? 
Okay. That's my point. Okay. Okay. Who else you got? Um, let me dig for this one. Got a dig, 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 dig. Singers. Jenny Wine, Chris Brown. Talking about singing? Yes. I think Chris, I think Chris Brown's one of the most talented people in the world. I think so too. Singing. Look, that's what I'm saying. Have you, okay, singing. Okay, I think Chris Brown's one one of the most talented people in the world. When his head is right, when his head's straight, there's not too many people that can touch him. Not too many. Mm-hmm. When his head's straight, if his head is straight, if his head's straight, oh no, leave him alone. Okay, singing only, Prince Michael Jackson. Singing, <laughs> really, <laughs> Prince, really. You said singing. See, I'm, okay. You I said think, singing, right? I think my touch had a pretty beautiful voice. You said singing, right? Yeah. We didn't say, we didn't say anything else. We just yeah, said singing. I said singing. Now, you put it into entertainment. You want to do a, another one album. You want to do, like, uh, uh, recognition. All that. Michael Jackson, hands down. Well, you want to talk about singing? Singing. Prince can sing. Okay. Prince can sing with that high-pitched voice. Who else you got? Who else you got? Whitney versus uh, Mariah. Oh, uh, Whitney all day, every day. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. If Whitney was alive now, even and remember she was having difficulty singing. Remember <laughs> with her with her tongue or whatever she was going through, she still had a better tone to her voice. Mariah Carey lost it. Okay, I, I got I got a nineties one for you. Okay, Aaliyah versus Brandy. Oh, singing. Yeah. Just singing. Singing. If you give him a microphone, we got. Okay. Period. Okay. Okay. Let me just say this. Just off of vocal ability, Brandy. If you give Brand- somebody I'm, a microphone. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, off of vocal ability, Brandy. She's probably one of the best singers, hands down, there is today. But off of, like, every, the package, Aaliyah. I know that. But singing, yes. But okay. like I said, give somebody a microphone, who you got? Okay, how about this? Mary J and Faith. Mm, Mary J. It's close. Mary J. Yeah, Mary J. Really? She has a soulful voice, in my opinion. Mary J. Um... Okay. Hmm. Kiki Wyatt and Lauren Hill. Kiki Wyatt. And Lauren Hill? Kiki Wyatt. Really? Yeah. I think that much of Kiki Wyatt. I put her in the up, way up there. I'm telling you, if, if she didn't, if she wasn't so batshit crazy, oh, my God. She's just, she can just, she can just go. Period. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just give her a microphone and be like, I'm out. I'm done. You got the rest. Okay. Ugh. Um. Who's another good singer? I want to put Janet somewhere, but I can't because you really can't judge Janet because she has so much other stuff going on. Janet's an entertainer. Yeah, she is an entertainer. She's no singer. And it's hard to judge people just off of vocal ability if you do more than just vocals. Right, but she's not known for her vocals. She knows to be entertaining. Yeah, she's not known for her vocals. For two hours. She is not known for her vocals. She is not known for her vocals. But um, put that on Joe Bun's uh, 
I will. I, I gotta. I gotta find. I which to, which two singers are you gonna put against each other for a one on one battle on your podcast? <sighs> but Kiki ain't going on his podcast. I just said which two singers would you put? The only thing. Opinion. The only thing about with um, if you wanna go, if you would. Oh, I got. I got. I got one for you. Who would you? Who would you put if you give a microphone? Mary J. Blige or uh, uh, um, damn it. Hold on. Hold on. Lost my train of thought. Keep going. Keep talking. The only thing Leah is, James. Oh, you know she's going to do a, a, a... Oh, yeah. I, yes. I, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm going to find that. She's going to touch my soul. I love her. I love her. Um, and she's going to touch my soul. She's come out. I've, and we've been missing her. We've, she's, in, she's been missing. She had that baby and just... Mary J or Leah James? Oh, Mary J. Because because I love Lila James, but she's just not there enough for me to really. Ooh, man, I don't know. I don't know. I love me Leah James. I can listen to that CD over and over and over again. But we need her. Uh, We need her. When when is it? When is it? I I sent it to you. You did? I believe I did. I'm about to look for it right now. IG, I think. I'm looking for that right now. I need some Leah James in my life. I need something new. New and exciting. Oh, yeah. No, Lee James, we want to stream and live streaming concert. Okay. What'd she say? I've heard seen your post. I got y'all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, come on, Leah. Give it to me. But we're going to be keeping an eye on this because I'm intrigued. I'm following. I'm about to be like, on you I'm all intrigued. week, Leah. <laughs> I want some Leah James. Something new. I'm excited. I'm loving seeing people getting their rocks off, you know. Rocks off? I don't know about that. I need, <laughs> I need her to just touch seeing her my talent. Soul. I mean, seeing her talent. Seeing, because you sometimes, you, you know, when you live in this fast-paced world and you just you hear music all the time, you don't get a chance to really just sit and be like, damn, that song is good. You know what I'm saying? And just song by song. See, I'm going to get Leah James ready. I'm going to listen to that woman in her first CD that I got from her. Yeah, you love her. Man, I can't wait. I like, I like her too. I like her voice too. So we're just gonna keep keeping an eye on it. Okay, if, that, if that's the case, then we gotta ask other uh, singer producers. Listen, we locked in. We need some IG live. Give me something. Give me something. Yes. We don't want to only pay for it. You don't yes. have to kind of do your soul. Yes. Get those doctors and, and, and nurses something. Push yes. them through the day. Yeah. And the night. Come on. Yes. Give them something. Yes. Give them something. Yes. I mean, Hell, bring back the old 90s. Bring back Involved. Bring back Jodeci. Oh, bring man. back After 7. Listen, All y'all come, come back. On. One time. After 7, the brother died. Come I don't care. Come back. Involved, come back. They Somebody. Still, they still fighting. I don't give a damn. Come back. For the culture. Yes, Do it. For the culture. But this may, One this, time. May be the, this may be the catalyst that brings people back. Just come back for the culture. Drew Hill, come back for the culture. They back, but they ain't all the original. Come back for the culture. That's all. I don't care if y'all can't sing or dance no more. Just come back with the culture. One time for IG. That's all. <laughs> One we time. got another month and a half or two months of this. Come on. Yeah. Y'all can do something. Y'all got nothing else to do. Y'all ain't going nowhere. Y'all ain't touring. Y'all in the studio. Y'all all just put it out there. Yeah. They said the studios are booked, too. Of course they're right booked. Now. They're putting out EPs. That's why Tank was smart. He got his EP together. But you know, people who have their built-in studio in the house, it's like, right. oh, I can sit here and do stuff all day. Well, you know, he did. He did. He did acoustic. He did, did him and his piano. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. 
dope. I'm gonna I'm go look it at it. It don't have to be 10 tracks. It'd be nope. like five or six of them. I'm gonna look and at it. Put it out there. I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it. So, y'all do something for the culture, man. Dope. Real I, talk. I love it. I love it. We love it. Real talk. We love it. Hit up all of them. Just, have, just put out a single. Just something. That's all. Something. You might get something from DJ Quick this week. No, Mom, look, look. Go ahead. Go ahead, Quick. Do something. You know, man. Shoot. What's it called? Uh, Dr. Dre may bring something down. Yeah, he ain't doing that. He may be like, I'm Dre, Dre ain't doing that. I ain't fooling with y'all. I ain't fooling with y'all motherfuckers, man. <laughs> He's in isolation, too. He's been yeah. isolation, star. <laughs> I said, ain't fooling with y'all. I've been in isolation. I've been, <laughs> I've been not seen or heard. I'm going to stay that way. Oh, Lord. Well, I guess we're just going to keep an eye on this and see what goes on. We'll see. All right. We will report back to the culture next week. Y'all stay blessed. And stay safe and wash your goddamn hands. Yo. And, y'all, and your asses. Yeah, stay out the street, too. Man, real talk. <laughs>